Hello and welcome to the Brutal Iron Gym Podcast, where our goal is to cut through the BS and deliver the brutal truth about topics related to health and happiness. Today's podcast is number 1,558. The topic is nutrition and the title is The Need for Self-Check-Ins. So, uh, when working with new clients for nutrition, uh, we often have to create kind of new normal habits, meaning there's what you've been doing, and then there's what we need to do in order to, you know, reach your goal, correct what's been happening, kind of make an adjustment. So if we want something to change from what we're doing with our food, we have to change what we're doing with our food. <laughs> so we typically focus on kind of consistency in calories. That's going to happen from nutrition education, learning what's in our food, what foods are easiest for us, most convenient for us, uh, so on and so forth. We, we need to learn how to get enough protein in. You know, what foods have protein? How can I fit those foods into my day? What, you know, if I have a refrigerator, if I don't have a refrigerator, if I'm on the go, if I do sit-down meals at my desk at home, there's a lot of, you know, learning what foods are best for calories and protein. Then drinking enough fluids. Often people just don't hydrate themselves enough throughout the day. That can lead to a lot of issues, uh, like digestive issues, energy issues, water retention issues, there's a lot of issues <laughs> that can happen from that. So that's something we look into. And then calorie and protein distribution, you know, being more consistent with our intake. You know, am I skipping food all day because I feel like I'm too busy to eat? And then I eat everything at night and that's causing complications. And then also smaller things like controlling sugar, sodium, cholesterol, and, and so forth. Now, through that process, some of the changes we make are easy and others are hard you know that's uh whether it's to learn them and adopt them and or to sustain them but there are often some that require more deliberate attention than others two common ones is protein intake if people aren't paying attention to their protein they usually don't eat enough and fluid intake often when people don't pay attention to drinking enough throughout the day they don't <laughs> so what helps is when people track. When they use nutrition tracking apps or any kind of other tracking system, when you track, they do well because it's in sight, it's in mind. You see it, you're paying attention to it, you're aware of it, and you're doing actions to address it. Now, when people get away from tracking, whether that's due to, you know, change of routine, coming through the holidays, for example, or there's a major life event, things are just crazy stressed, and you need a mental release from something, so you release from tracking. Or you believe, eh, hey, I'm good enough. Everything seems to be on track. I don't need to track anymore. <laughs> yeah, right. So, what happens is, when people get away from tracking, they often fall short in those key areas that were the biggest struggles. So, if their biggest struggle is protein intake, that tends to be the first thing that kind of falls off. If their biggest struggle was fluid intake, that tends to be the first thing that falls off. There's always something that was hardest to do, and that is always going to be the first thing that falls off when we don't track what we're doing. Then you'll often unexpectedly gain a few pounds or lose a few pounds if you're trying to actually build muscle tissue. Or you aren't recovering well between your workouts. And you're like, oh man, what's happening? Like I just feel kind of achy. My elbow's bugging me. My, my shoulders are a little sore. Or your progressions in weight change, your progressions in your workouts even. You know, have you been able to move up five pounds? Have you been able to add a rep or two here or there? The progressions seem to be stalling out. 
the progress seems to stall or change in some way. Usually, <laughs> if I have the person dive back into tracking, we see that they've fallen behind. They will report that they were doing the same things. They could pass a lie detector test that says they were doing the same things because we believe it. But when we look at the data, when we put numbers to our actions, we see they were falling short in, in some way or they were more inconsistent than they thought. So that's why it's important to maintain some level of, of self-check-ins. And that looks different for everyone. I don't ask anyone to do it on a certain way. It's just whatever's best for that individual. But a few days a week or even a day a week, it's a good idea to track what you're doing in a nutrition tracking app, even if it's just to confirm that what you're doing is working, like that it's actually on track. So if you track it and you go, yeah, everything looks great. Good, you win. <laughs> Be happy. You know, if we only track things and we find out they're bad, ugh, that's not good because it had to get bad before we found it, right? So don't wait until things are off to find out. If you do your small check-ins, you do them once or twice a week, and you're like, well, I'm always on track. Good, keep doing that. That's a good thing, you know? So usually two or three days is good comparatively to not doing it at all. And it doesn't take too, too much to track two or three days a week, uh, you know, especially when you're already used to it in your normal, like, normal routine. You've, you've tracked before. You know how the app works and stuff like that. And then if you feel like you're consistent with weekdays, it's actually a good idea just to kind of jump in on a weekend every now and then and see how far you get off. So I had one client, for example, during the week, they almost never missed anything. I mean, if we looked at, oh gosh, I would say eight weeks, they might miss their calories or their protein or even just the distribution maybe once in eight weeks. They're absolutely fantastic during the week. However, on the weekends, horrible. <laughs> a lot of family stuff, a lot of things going on. And they would actually often be less than 50% of their protein. So if their protein was 200 grams target, they would sometimes only eat like 80 grams on a weekend day. And it's like, what are you doing? You know, and hydration, forget about that. They were so busy. So doing everything else, they never drank anything all day. And they would wonder why they weren't they were feeling like stiff, muscularly stiff between workouts. And they weren't as lean as they usually would be. And they were just kind of feeling achy during training. And it's like, you know, what's going on? And and they actually sent me the message. They said, I'm doing perfect. I don't understand what's happening. And I wrote back and I said, well, you know, let's, let's look a little bit further into that. <laughs> when we say we're perfect, yeah, you know, let's look into that. So what we realized was the weekends were so far off that it was creating a huge rebound effect coming into the next week. So they would do like, you know, Monday through Friday, great. Saturday and Sunday were so bad, it would take the next Monday and Tuesday to kind of get their body back into feeling hydrated, back into recovery, kind of feeling good. But the problem was on Monday and Tuesday they worked out, but they worked out with a, a body that wasn't fed well the days before, so they accumulated more stress and damage uh, over the weekend. They just furthered that into the workouts, so their body actually wouldn't be feeling better until Thursday or Friday of that week, but then all of a sudden they go into the next weekend and it's all crap again, basically. So they were tracking during the week, but the weekends were so bad that they were losing at least two of the five days during the weekdays. So they were really maybe only making progress three days out of seven every week 
because the weekends were so bad. So what we did is I said, hey, let's just track your protein on the weekends. I don't even care about calories, don't care about timing. Just whatever you eat, if it has a label on it, add up the protein throughout the day. If it doesn't, do a quick Google search and I'll help you. You know, like we're probably not going to eat 70,000 new foods in the next couple weeks. Let's just eat what we normally eat. Let's know what the protein content is per serving size and let's make sure we eat enough. So we started tracking protein guess what? <laughs> Everything went better. So they're not stiff in their workouts. They have much better recovery between workouts and their four week follow-up photos are noticeably leaner, leaner all throughout the midsection, like lower belly area, lower bell, uh, back, like over the kidneys, much more definition across the chest, the biceps. So that was, that was the thing. They were so far off on protein that it was really negatively impacting everything else in the process. So that kind of prompted today's podcast is before you start seeing mixed results, before you start having a nagging elbow, you know, kind of low recovery, your unexpected weight change, before all that stuff happens, make sure that you're tracking what you're doing. A lot of people believe that they're consistent with what their their best habits are. So they're like, oh, I eat the same things every day. Bullshit. I promise you, for somehow, some way, you don't. <laughs> I've been doing this for 20 years. I've worked with over 3,000 people. I know all their names. I've worked with over 3,000 people, 20 years. I promise you, you don't eat the same thing every day. Somehow, some way, it changes. It's just more inconsistent than you would believe. And especially when you get into days where you don't have the same routine, such as like a work routine. So if you get into weekend days or days off during the week, things where your normal schedule changes, your food will change. So it's important and it's beneficial to do self-check-ins. That's the need for self-check-ins. Is Even if it's only once a week or twice a week, you know, whatever is more than what you're currently doing, if you're doing zero, <laughs> just do more than zero. Uh, and that will absolutely help. So even if it's just a few days a week or if you're just going to track calories or just protein or just hydration or, or just your distribution, just if it's something more than what you've been currently tracking, it will help. Make sure you pick a known weakness if you have one. If you know you typically fall off on protein, make sure you track that. If you know if you typically fall off on fluid intake, make sure you track that. Okay? But some type of self-check-ins are great to help make sure that you are in check and on track. Okay, so even if it's a day or two a week, just make sure you're still checking in on yourself. Anytime you think you're too good for check-ins, that's my internal kind of catch where I'm like, no, I don't need a check-in. I'm freaking perfect. Then I'm like, okay, jackass, well, prove it to yourself. <laughs> so I kind of get on myself is the second I think I'm too good for something, I, I double check myself. But I do believe for a lot of people that if you don't check in regularly anymore because you think you do everything the same, check in anyhow. It's a, it's a really good habit. It's a really good idea. Even if it's just to confirm that you actually are kick-ass and amazing, great. I hope, you, I hope that is true and I hope it makes you feel good. <laughs> so check-ins, they do help. If you have any questions, you need anything, just reach out. Uh, if you have any questions, feedback, suggestions, really anything, uh, let me know. My email is brutalironjim at gmail.com. If you like our podcast, please share it. The more people we share it with, the more people we help. When you share it, let people know we answer questions for free. Thank you to the people who donate to support the podcast. It does carry a high hosting cost every year. I give an hour to it every day, and we're going to keep it for free. So I appreciate the donations that help go towards that. You can donate at our website at www.brutalironjim.com. If you like the information we share in our podcast, you can find more from us on our social media channels instagram and youtube are the best places to check us out find us and follow us under the name brutal iron gym and then as always i hope this was helpful and thank you for listening